Welcome to episode 21 of the LogoCast, of the sportslogos.net LogoCast. I'm Michael from Buenos Aires, joining me as always, Greg from Ohio and Mike from Florida. Last week was supposed to be the first week for our show moving over to sportslogos.net. We had some file issues and unfortunately weren't really able to save it. Fortunately, this week we've we've got everything taken care of and this will be the first episode. So... uh, Let's go ahead and get right into it. That This will be available on the sportslogos.net front page. Uh, we're also going to work on getting the logocast.com to redirect to our specific spot on the site. Uh, if you want to email us, that email is podcast at thelogocast.com. We are at thelogocast on Twitter, thelogocast on Tumblr, thelogocast on Facebook. Basically, any of your favorite social media destinations we're there. We had mentioned that we were going to be talking to Brandios this week. They are currently moving into a new studio, and uh, their voice connection isn't set up in their new studio yet. We want it to be excellent for you. You know, this is a highly anticipated interview, and there's no reason to rush it. So uh, hopefully next week, if not, it might even be the week after that. We're gonna, but we'll let you know for sure when that's gonna be. All right, should we go ahead and go into the news this week? Yes. All right. Uh, Mike, do you want to take the lead? All right. So if you notice on MLB Shop, you'll see that all the BP caps started to come on sale during the 2012 season. Well, that's because they had plans to replace all the BP caps with less piping and more, like, meshy holes. Uh, Every... Team got at least one BP cap. Teams like the Brewers uh, got two, but yeah, a lot of a lot of the same cap logos, a lot of alternate sleeve patches, mascot logos, just a big mix and a lot of playing with colors. There's there's a lot of really cool ideas, like a front white panel on teams like Washington and Florida or Miami. Then there's a lot of bad ideas, like putting a Indian head logo on a cap for atlanta but what do you guys think of these it's a real mixed bag with me um some of them i think look a lot better some of them i think look a lot worse i think that a lot of teams went with the uh the white front panel that's you know reminiscent of when everybody was doing like the uh, two and three colored hats back in the 70s it worked for some teams and it really didn't for others like detroit uh my Big issue, I think, is with the uh, the Braves bringing back the. Uh, I guess I guess he was referred to as Chief Nakahoma, but uh, I had a real kind of a problem with that, and uh, we can get into that in a little bit. But overall, I, a mixed bag. Some of them I thought were a, a huge improvement. Some I thought not so much. Yeah, it's it's hard to call these an improvement across the board. I mean, the piping's gone, but uh, there are some teams that are doing some interesting things with the designs. So many more that just seem like they're grabbing onto trends, and it's just, especially whenever so many of these are being paired with existing uh, batting practice jerseys. For example, the the Padres might be the worst offenders of this in that sense. It's a white hat with a navy blue front panel, navy blue bill, and then the white SD. Except the issue is 
it's a blue and white hat, but the jerseys, the home jersey is blue and sand, and the road jersey is blue and gray. So it's not really going to match either. And there are several teams that have this kind of issue. Detroit has a road hat with gray on a on a jersey that has absolutely no gray. The Brewers have a alternate BP hat for the retro stuff, but they don't have an alternate BP jersey. It's actually going to be paired with their with their navy blue jersey that matches their current set, which doesn't make any sense whatsoever. It's obvious that these aren't really made to match. These are made to sell. Exactly, and that that's my thought too. Is that a lot of these uh, uh, the Detroit, uh, and that's the one I forgot to bring up is the the gray, like Detroit with the gray hat for the road, or you know the the primary the primarily gray hat on the road with the blue bill. Some of them, I think, are huge improvements, but some of them are just not working for me at all. And we probably should talk about the elephant in the room, and that would be the Atlanta Braves and the uh, the new hat with Chief Nakahoma on it. I know that there was an article on the website about that hat and how we shouldn't get in an uproar about it. I totally disagree with that. I think that in this day and age... You've got to be smarter than this. Even even if it may not be that offensive to people, you have to be smarter than this. You can't bring this thing back. I have an issue with the hat, and I'm not crazy about the article on sportslogos.net that supported it. What do you think, Mike? I, I really have to agree. It was an opinion piece on the site, but uh, is it the end of the world? No. Is it a logo that needs to be there? No. I mean, you could attack it all day just from a design aspect, and that that's the first thing that makes it a terrible a terrible idea the hat you can't even properly center it on the on the the logo on the hat because the logo is has the head but then has the feather to the side and the feather is always going to be off balance or if you actually do center it then it's going to look completely wrong because one side is so much uh so much, has so much more weight than the other side taking any possible offensiveness out of it it is a terrible decision but then whenever you add the fact that it's not something that has been a part of the Braves brand it's not it's not a Wilden logo and it could be offensive there was absolutely no need to use it other than just to make some headlines and to and to piss some people off and to draw some articles some of them well done some of them poorly done about it there's no advantage compared to like the tomahawk a that they use on their alternate hats and some of the other imagery that actually fits their current branding. So, yeah, I, I, I don't get it. And I, uh, with you, I disagree with the article. Well, I just want to take a, a second, and we talked about this a little bit last week during the, the show that, unfortunately, we couldn't use. But the, one of the points of the article that, that JP wrote was that, that a small percentage of Native Americans are offended by this logo. Now, I am someone of Native American heritage, and, and do I, like, get all been out of shape about this? No, but like we said last week, just because I'm not terribly offended by it doesn't mean it makes it okay. It just means that in my book, and I think in, in the Native American community as a whole, there are bigger fish to fry than this silly logo. And that's my problem with it. It's not okay. And using comparisons like Notre Dame and the Boston Celtic and things like that is just such a bad argument to, against this because, as I said last week, last time I checked, the Irish or the Celtic people weren't living on reservations. They hadn't had their entire culture destroyed, and they hadn't gone and walked the Trail of Tears and all that stuff. So that's the, you know, in the grander scheme of things, no, this isn't a big deal. But just because it's not a big deal 
in the overall picture of what of Native American issues does not make it right. And that's my problem with the article. That's my problem with the Braves using it. I get where they were going with this. They were trying to rekindle like a lot of teams do. You go back to the logos used in the 70s and being a, a proponent of all things throwback. I love the idea, but this was a bad execution of it. And like you said, and then you take away all of that, and it's still just a bad design. And that's, you know, there's just, there was not, not a really, it was not, wasn't a smart move by the Braves. I've already seen rumblings that this hat may not see the light of day in production. And they're going to say, who knows what they're going to say, but I think a lot of the reasoning why is going to be what we just went over. And, and we'll see how it plays out. But there are rumors already that this hat will not see the light of day. I'm with you on, on this, you guys. It, they've phased this logo out. I think the last time this was used was probably like the 80s maybe earlier and they've gone they've went entire chipper jones's career was like 20 years and they went the entirety of it without using this logo and then to bring it back it just doesn't make any sense you could put the tomahawk logo by itself and it would still be fine and get it get the job done without having anyone calling it racist that and it's just like a poorly drawn hand drawn logo it same with Logos like the Raiders and the old Dolphins logo, they just have like a sentimental value because that's what some people grew up with. But in this day of age with modern technology and computers, you could easily draw a better logo with what you have than what they had, what, like 40 years ago. So none none of this really makes sense and – this is the first time I heard that they might phase it out, so hopefully that happens just for the sake of design and that it's kind of racist. Yeah. <laughs> there are two really good reasons not to use it, not the least of which it's just ugly. And, you know, I mean, we're not a political show. And we don't want to get into all that, but I really thought it needed to be addressed. But, yeah, at the end of the day, on the logo cast, our argument for not using it is just not good. Uh, you know, and that's good enough for me. Yeah, and you you look at Native American logos like the Indians, the the uh, Florida State Seminoles. Like none of them are modern because if they were to change their logo, someone would be like, "Well, why don't you change the name too?" Because it's it's like different time, and it's I mean each sports has them like the Blackhawks and the Redskins, but it still doesn't make it right. There is not a thing in the world wrong in my mind with with, with celebrating Native American heritage, with celebrating the whole bit. And there are ways to do it right. And as of right now, not many teams are following that route. You, the Braves could have done something really classy here and could have really made a, a, a nice gesture instead of bringing back this, this ridiculous logo from the 70s. You know? and, and that's my point, is that I'm not against using Native American heritage or, or aspects of it as, as a logo or as an identity for a team. I'm just saying do it in a, a fitting tribute style instead of a, a big smiling cartoon Indian or a half smiling half. I don't know what he's supposed to be here on this Braves hat. That's my point. I'm not against the idea, but currently as, as danger just pointed out, it's being pretty poorly executed across the board. And and I think that's, that's where somebody has to step in and say, look, if we're going to do this, let's do it right or not do it at all. It's just remarkable to me that a team can still be this tone deaf. This week, uh, the New York Mets, Unveil. Well, I guess it wasn't so much as unveiled; it's leaked by a couple of blogs. 
their plan for a interview hat for this year to be used in press conferences and locker room interviews and that kind of thing. And this thing is, uh, to sum it up in one word, it is hideous. It's like a trucker hat with a giant National League logo on the back, and it's just, it's got the black drop shadow on the on the script. It's got a the Met script across the front with an orange front panel, a blue bill, a gray back. It's just, it's it's a train wreck and a half. So I I, I have nothing good to say about this or the idea behind it or the rampant capitalism that it promotes. What did uh, what is this? Did, did uh, baseball turn into NASCAR here, where you wear a different hat for every single thing? Are we, you know, how far are we with this hat from the point where, when a Mets player after a game is doing an interview and it's like NASCAR, where you keep seeing a hat, they they just keep switching hats. This is, it's bad, on a lot of levels. I and again, this is a major league baseball team. Okay, I get that you're trying to do the fashion thing, but the little tears on the front of the bill. To give it that worn, distressed look. Come on, guys. There's four or five separate logos on this. You have the Mets, uh, New Era, National League, MLB, and the NY. That's like at least two too many. But uh, it's NASCAR. Uh, yeah, this is it's the fashion cap. Yeah. All right, I think it's time we move on to the NFL. Uh, I think we've said all we have to say about the Mets and their cash grab. Uh, the Miami Dolphins will be changing their logo for next year along with their uniforms and everything else. But a potential look has hit the Internet. Uh, a Dolphins blog leaked it. And uh, it is kind of a dolphin in mid-swim, but it's set against the sun. Uh I, I kind of like the sleekness of the dolphin. I think that there's definitely some issues as far as uh, proportions, but it could definitely be a lot worse in my opinion. What do you guys think? I can live with it as it is. I wish they would have just kind of did a different take on the current logo. I like that one better, but this is uh, not bad. I'm not crazy about it, but I, I can live with it. That's the best way I can put it. And I am one of those people, I'll be the first to admit this, I like the Dolphins logo going all the way back solely because it's what I grew up with. I will not even sit here and try to make the argument that it was great back in the 70s that and all that. I won't do that. But I hate to see a team, and I know it's kind of hard for people to get their heads around this, but the Dolphins are kind of a traditional team. And I fear what this might bring, having seen what happened to the Seahawks, and then I hear they're doing the new logo and new uniforms in the whole bit. Nike's in charge of it. I'm a little bit worried. But the logo is, is a decent start. It's, uh, it could be a lot worse. I can live with it as, as it is. But uh, my, my biggest concern is that this is just the beginning of, of a road that I really don't want to go down with the Miami Dolphins, and we'll, we'll see how it plays out. I, I prefer the current one, but I think these, this one perfectly fine. It adds more of a dynamic feel to it because – it's like it's actually moving. Like you can see fluidity, but unlike the other one, which just had like like stripes coming off of it. But the current Dolphins logo is by far the best one they've had. So it's a it's going to take a lot to dethrone that. And the more I see it, the more I'm getting used to it. It's going to be interesting what they do for the for the uniforms though, because you've seen you've seen modern takes on Nike 
these uniforms, like Oregon, the current ones, that is really cool. But then there's ones like the, the Seahawks that just turned out kind of bad. So you're probably going to find a modernized template somewhere to put the design on. And they say they're going to release everything before the draft. So we'll, we're going to have a big week that time. Moving on to the NBA, we get our first look possibly at the new New Orleans Pelicans logo. And, guys, it's a little bit different as far as color scheme goes than what we were led to believe. But overall, I think it's a pretty good start. What we've got here is a uh, a Pelican that, unlike a lot of the prototypes that we saw, the alleged prototypes, I should say, in the Internet, were side views of the Pelican. This one is a shot straight on with wings out to the side. And I think it's a pretty good start for these guys. And I'm hoping that this is the direction they go with this. I'm not crazy about the color scheme, but I think the logo is definitely headed in the right direction. What do you guys think? The worst part about this was when they announced the new color scheme. And I feel like every team has Navy, at least somewhere. They might've done a Christmas day uniform, including Navy, but the way they designed it, it actually looks really nice. This is a really well-designed logo, I think. And it it really is carried by how much contrast there is between the gold, the white, the red, and the navy. So I'm going to have to see the whole uniform, but it's definitely nice. I prefer the current Hornets logo from what I'm seeing, but this should be pretty good. I'm definitely a fan if this ends up being uh, the direction they go in. You know, from the way it looks, it could just be a, a prototype. It looks like it's a it's a vector graphic printed off onto some merchandise on some kind of poster board. But uh, it's definitely a very well designed logo. Uh, the navy blue, it's yeah, it's kind of a passe color scheme, but it seems like it's in good balance with everything else that's going on there. And I'd be interested to see what else is included. So yeah, I'm a fan. Hopefully, for the last time we ever have to talk about these things, uh, over Christmas, the NBA wore their big color set. And uh, Greg, as as the as the fan of these, how did, how did they look? Oh, man, these things were I, – I can't tell you how awesome I thought these things were. They were so great. I Nothing pleased me more than not being able to read the numbers on the New York Knicks. I thought that was the coolest thing in the world. I love it when a team goes out and looks just exactly like a construction cone. I love these things. They were beautiful. I will not ever say, are you kidding me? These things are a disaster. I cannot believe for one second that I thought these things were going to be good. I, I have nothing good to say about it except that I look like a complete idiot. They were horrible top to bottom. I've got nothing good to say about them, but I will say this. A guy I work with. I asked him about these, and he said he liked them. He thought they were really cool. So there is one person still out there that's hanging on to the desperate hope that there's something good about these, but I'm not among that crowd anymore. He's out there all by himself. These were a disaster top to bottom, and and I tried my best to give them the benefit of the doubt. The argument I made every time you guys would give me a hard time about it is let's, let's wait until we see him on the court. Then we saw him on the court, and oh, boy. I, I, I hope I'm never this wrong again about something. That's what I have to say about it. Awful. I could have told you that like three months ago. Yeah, you did tell me that about three months ago. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, fir- the first game was Brooklyn and New York or Brooklyn and Boston, and they were the green and black, and then they had white outlines. That was completely fine. Then the next game was I think Lakers 
Lakers Knicks, and you couldn't even make out what the Knicks like. You just saw a giant orange blob miss a shot, and that was like Jason Kidd or whatever. But it, there's just so much wrong with this. They don't have any design. They're just going and trying to sell them. And what's funny is I don't think or the only ones that were blue were the Thunder. So I guess that's the NBA trying to mix it up, but these still look like ass. Mike? I have nothing to say about these. That's probably best. (laughs) And now we move from uh, one cavalcade of bad ideas to another, and we're going to talk about some of the new looks that we saw over the college uh, football bowl season. And we'll kick it off with the little guys who crashed the BCS party. Uh, Northern Illinois were given some new, uh, some new Adidas gear, some swag for their bowl game. And uh, it didn't help them win, and it didn't look very good. Uh, what do you guys think? They surprised everyone. They, I was watching the game because they were playing Florida State, and they came out wearing what they, weren't, what they didn't wear in the only other game I watched this year, which was uh, the MAC championship uh yeah they have black helmet white jersey with silver numbers and red pants and they're all team colors but i don't think balance very well if they went black pants and probably got it i think it would have turned out a lot better and maybe they wouldn't have gotten beaten by like 20 but if they were an expansion team in the nfl and they came out wearing like a design looking like this i'd i'd be okay with it but uh, what they wore the entire season. I think this was a downgrade. I liked the jerseys. I thought they looked okay. But the red pants are, are what I thought really threw off the whole uniform because it just didn't seem balanced right, like Danger just said. I liked the jerseys. I thought that was kind of a cool idea um, and, and rare for me. But I think that in this case, black pants would have been a much smarter way to go. The jersey was a good idea, but I just think the elements kind of got mismatched, and that's what really threw it off. And I would have to say that I don't like what they wear currently, and I don't like this a whole lot either, but this could have been better, and I think the red pants is just the the big sticking point with me. But the jerseys I thought were kind of a cool choice, but the red pants had to go. The big thing with the pants is they are just so bright. I I found it hard to actually kind of watch the game because the pants were so bright and so far out of balance with the rest of the look. I mean – at the time of the game, uh, I mentioned that on Twitter, and uh, Adam Fuentes, a friend of the show, mentioned that they should have changed the color of the numbers and the pants, and you know that might have ended up looking good. But as it was, these were kind of a mess, and apparently they're going to wear them next year. So, yeah. Full-time? Yeah. Oh, boy, that's not a smart move. If you're keeping count at home for how many helmets Virginia Tech wore this season, including the game that makes eight. They have a giant fighting turkey on the side of a matte helmet with a tapered stripe. And they they switched to this game for like five seconds before the end of the Ohio-Louisiana-Monroe game. And they showed a piece of... Virginia Tech, what the uh, I honestly could not make out what Wilmot sticker was in the time span. It was just a mess, and I don't know what they're going to have to do to 
bring back the VT, but please, for the love of God, do it. Well, it was a typing turkey. <laughs> <laughs> and that's that. What, do we need to yeah. say anything more? <laughs> yeah. Well, I figured that there's another pun to be made about it just hunting and pecking, since, you know, it's a bird and all, but... <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask you guys this. Do you think I that know, this, yeah. this response was what they were going for when they put that thing on the side of the helmet? This <laughs> My guess is I don't no. know what they were. You, you look at some of the other logos they've worn on the side of their helmet. I don't – I would love to talk to somebody with the Virginia Tech equipment room because it's just – it's got to be just – there's got to – be somebody there that's a little off kilter that just runs through the equipment room throwing out these these decals it's like this is going to wear this week and this one we're going to wear next week and the one after that and it you just kind of gotta wait this turkey foot and then there's an animated turkey and now there's a typing turkey really sounds about right they probably know about the show and do it to spite us (laughs) I don't even know where to go from that. We should just move on to Michigan, don't you think? Yeah, I think so. Anyway, from uh, the typing turkey to the Michigan highlighters, uh, Michigan Wolverines, we talked about these a show or two ago, and uh, they wore the new jerseys that we had talked about earlier in a game against um, South Carolina in the, I believe it was the Outback Bowl. And at the beginning, when we first saw these, I liked them. I thought they would look good. And the problem came when they put the game on television. All of a sudden, you couldn't read the numbers. But they were the uh, the blue shoulders with the the uh, yellow numbers, blue outline with the gold or the yellow pants and their matte helmet. And with this set, I liked how the matte helmet looked. On its own, I thought it was a cool jersey, and I thought the uniform standing still in a picture looked great. But in actual game application, I don't think it worked quite as well because it, there was real issues with watching it on TV and making out the numbers. And even John Gruden pointed this out during the telecast. So this one I got to kind of give a 50-50 on standing still. And if I wanted to wear a Michigan jersey, I'd be perfectly fine with this. I thought the Matt helmet worked. But overall, I think on the field it failed. Where are you guys at with it? On the field it was kind of hard to read the numbers. But, like, they didn't do – they didn't put yellow and white touching. And that's – that's what most of their alternate uniforms have been like. Like the they'd have piping or some Adidas design and that would just make it look really bad because the white and the yellow don't get, go together. And they they put yellow with a blue outline. So I mean the idea is there, but if it was like Iowa doing this, then it'd probably look better. But definitely from the TV views, it it was really hard to read. I didn't like these whenever they were unveiled, and I and I don't like them now. Uh, I, I knew that it was going to be too much yellow, that the numbers weren't going to be easy to read, and I don't want to say I told you so, but I told you also. I like the jersey on its own, and I think the Mad Helmet looks cool. I just my only issue with it is that on the field. It didn't work as well on a telecast, and I don't know, not being at the game, I can't say if the fans had the same problem the viewers at home did, but if I were a Michigan fan, I would have no problem wearing this jersey to a game. I think it looks good. It just doesn't look good on the field. So I'm, I'm still with it, 
from a design aspect, I just think that it had problems on the field that would be difficult to correct. From there, uh, let's go to a little bit of a, an evolution of a current look as uh, Louisiana State uh, tweaked their, unveiled a new uh, template, a new Nike template, which actually allows them to have basically wraparound sleeve stripes. And they've modified their number font, uh, went to the Pro Combat pants. And uh, as somebody who really likes stripes and doesn't like the fact they've been completely relegated in recent years, uh, I kind of love this. And I think it was a great-looking game. Uh, what do you guys think? I wasn't really paying attention to this game. I saw a tweet about the numbers. And I went and turned it, and there is just... So much different than what they normally wear. And what they normally wear is like the best uniform in college sports. But these, they are Nike's like pro template. And they did what so many people have been complaining about. They've act- they completed the stripe. And the number font is modern yet. You can easily read them because they're still blocky. And I think this is a really good look. I mean, I, I prefer the current ones. But as a one-off alternate... As far as we know, I think this was really good. I will say this about LSU. First off, I am in agreement that they have one of the best looks in all of college football. And then I'm going to point this out. If you're going to tweak and quote-unquote modernize a uniform, this is the way to do it because this is so subtle and so perfect that when I first saw this, I didn't even notice it. And, and I'm a person that usually catches things like that. So I think that this is the route to go. I think it looks fantastic. And if they went to this full-time, I'd have no problem with it. There's not a thing about this that I don't like. Uh, and, again, the tweaks were just enough to make it look – It just they improved. Nike did something that they're kind of hit or miss with. They actually took a great uniform, and I, I don't know if they – I guess they improved it. I will say they improved it with the striping. And they didn't mess it up, and it looks great. So I'm, I'm real happy with these. I think they look fantastic. Anyway. So what are the thoughts on the new number font? Is it – Obviously, you know, full block is it's like it's like a black suit. It never really goes out of style. But I think as far as if you needed to change it uh, in order to to make these fit, I think that the font they went with was a was a good choice. I agree with that completely. I think that if you've got to change and block number font is my favorite. I wish everybody used it. But if you've got to switch it, this is the way to go. That's what I'm thinking, too. Like too many teams try to do a modern like round one with some indentions and stuff, but this is just classy and it works. So I wouldn't be disappointed if, like, the Dolphins had these numbers next year. If the Dolphins went this route with their modernization, I'd be thrilled. All right, we'll go from one with universal acclaim to something a little bit less so. Uh, Mike, why don't you talk about Northwestern? So the Wildcats wore a black helmet, purple uniform, and black pants against – Mississippi State in the Gator Bowl, but Northwestern decided to do to not or Under Armour decided to not let Northwestern off the hook completely. They have a matte black helmet with a black end with silver outlines, and yeah, they, it just doesn't go with anything here. We don't know why they did it, and it's still kind of baffling. And there's no purple on it, and purple is so unrated in all of sports and Northwestern's one of the teams that can pull black and purple off. So not real sure why they decided to do it, but they did. And what do you guys think? Well, my biggest issue with it is, um, honestly, I don't think the same color 
decal on that color helmet ever looks good in any situation. Uh, it's the same thing, similar issue with uh, baseball hats, which I've said on here before is my big issue with uh, with with your angels. Greg, is there is there red on red? But uh, yeah, in this situation, there it, a little bit of purple in there, a purple in on that same helmet. I think would have looked great and would have balanced the set. It doesn't look great, but that's all. We've there seen is. a lot worse. Yeah. Kent State and the Zippy Helmets is what I'm going to call them. Isn't that the name of their mascot, Zippy? Zippy the Rue or whatever? Oh, God. What the hell? They're, okay, let me try that again. The, so I, I, the, the golden, golden flashes. flashes. Well, then I don't know what the f*** this thing is. <laughs> <laughs> Can we please keep that in the show? <laughs> yeah. You're right. I, I, you know, that's the thing. I was going. I was watching this game, thinking, well, they're, they're putting Zippy on their helmet. But you're right. That's not them. That's Akron. So I really have no idea what this thing is. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Let me try. All right. Anyway, I don't know what the hell this is. I thought it was Zippy. I'm wrong. But they have helmets with eyes on it on the front and a K on the back, and I have no idea what it's supposed to mean. I just know that it looks pretty darn silly. Uh, the eyes are supposed to be eagles' eyes, and then they have their. The K on the back, which I guess is supposed to represent Kent State. But, yeah, this is just – this does not make any sense. They've said for years if they made it to a bowl game, they were going to wear a, wear a new gold helmet. And I guess we should all feel a little grateful. This was almost worn in a BCS game. So thank you, Northern Illinois, and your ugly uniforms. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> so I, I, I will say this. I like the gold helmet with their look. I don't like – this gold helmet, but I think a gold helmet would work for them. Yeah, and for years there was a picture of uh, I, I guess a former head coach now uh, in front of a gold helmet with their with their current Kent State Golden Flash logo, and it looked pretty good. And it was supposed to be their special bowl game helmet. So they actually make a bowl game, and this abortion occurs. I still think we should call it the Zippy helmet, even though it's not correct. I think that's what it should be called. Hopefully we'll never see it again and have to call it that, but the yellow helmet's fine, and it goes well with the yellow pants, but not this. There's brown on it, and it's a mess because when you first said, did you see the helmets, I just thought it they'd like, they overloaded the current helmet with more stickers like what they have been doing, but no, nah, these, are, these are really bad. We're taking it from the field to the court, uh, NCAA basketball, and we're going to combine a couple of these because uh, it's the same exact thing. It's the if did you like the NBA big color? Well, you're going to love the college version. Uh, schools are starting to do it, including uh, Tennessee and Cincinnati, and uh, yeah, these look bad in the pros. Uh, the Tennessee one looks perhaps even worse than any of the NBA ones did. Yeah, I agree. They uh, Tennessee can't look worse than the NBA ones because that's just not possible. But I will say they look every bit as bad. And you can throw Cincinnati in there too. These things are a bad idea in the NBA. They're a bad idea in college. And it's unfortunate that we have to be subjected to them again. Well, I mean, with Tennessee, you can see numbers kind of. That doesn't mean – and that, this is just like a picture in the locker room and you can see the numbers. You probably – I think if I saw like the Knicks locker room before the game, you probably couldn't see the numbers. But 
this it's just going to be a mess on TV, and I'm definitely not going to turn in tune in to watch this game. Uh, Cincinnati, same thing, black on black with red, and they have the stupid like claw marks that aren't that scary, even if they try to be. Uh, yeah, so Adidas just needs to stop, and I know that like every Adidas school from like Baylor to NC State to like Wisconsin, they all have these. So we're gonna be talking about these until March. Let's not beat the dead horse too much, and let's talk about Houston, who uh, have a new gray alternate for their their basketball team, and uh, it looks a little oddly proportioned. It might just be it's a photo we have here, I guess, from the team store, or no, actually, I believe it's from the locker. Now that I'm kind of looking at it a little better, but uh, the front number and script look tiny, and the back look huge. But beyond that, it doesn't look bad. I like the colors, but I think it looks like a Chinese counterfeit. It's The proportions are way off on this. The Houston needs to be bigger on the front. Um, but the color scheme and the look of it overall, take away the lettering and the numbers, and I really like it. But that's that's the big problem with it is that, that the Houston looks tiny. But overall, I think it looks cool. Just fix that, and you've got a pretty good-looking uniform here. Yeah, it looks like a Chinese counterfeit. That's a really, really, good, really good visual. That or like a thrift store knockoff. I think this gray on gray will look a lot better than what the football team did. It is what it is. It's a simple design with no real major flaw, but it just looks like looks like it's on felt or something. There, let's go to my to my favorite of the week. Wright State. They're wearing uh, throwbacks to whenever they were the Raiders, and I guess it's a pirate, and it's not a very very well well designed uh, logo, but. I don't know. There's something so charming about this set. They're using, I think they're using all the retro equipment. It's it's the same fabrics they used. It's not any of the Revolution or any of the Nike uh, Elite. And there's just, there's something very basketball about it. And there's something very kind of, very charming about it. And this is a game that I would like to see. I don't know if they've worn them yet or if they're going to be wearing them in a future game. But I, I love them. Yeah, they're just a nice throwback. I'm I'm the one who sent Mike this, and he fell in love with it right away. I wouldn't want them to replace the current set, but it, this is a one-off like throwback kind of look. Just a little side note of trivia here. For her master's program, my girlfriend had to do some classwork with Wright State, so I have a small connection to them. But as far as the uniform goes... I like it. I like simple uniforms. I, I would have no problem with them wearing this full-time because I, I like uniforms like this in basketball. I like the simple. I like the big letters on the front, and I'm a big fan of it. We're doing our top three for the week. Uh, we don't have enough NFL games to really cover, so we're going to do the top three of all the NCAA Bowls with bowl season now being over, and then we're going to do our top three of the batting practice hats. So I'll go ahead and go first. And uh, for me, there were a couple that I was considering that I ended up not going with. Uh, Wisconsin, Stanford, Pitt Ole Miss were some that I thought looked really nice, but I just I couldn't include them. So uh, my top three, my number three is uh, Nebraska and Georgia. These are just two old-school teams Lots of stripes, just look great regardless of what they do. Up next, it's uh, Texas A&M and Oklahoma. 
And A&M was in their, I believe they called them their snow white jerseys uh, with the white helmet, white pants. Not my favorite A&M look. I like a little more contrast there, but whenever you combine them with Oklahoma, I don't think anybody can deny overall it's a great looking game. And then my number one, Louisiana State with those redesigned shoulder stripes that go all the way around against Clemson. You know, the only team that owns orange and purple and they pull it off so well. So, uh, yeah, that's two very distinct teams, very unique color schemes that always look great. And uh, that's my top three. Uh, Greg, why don't you go ahead? Well, I've got a couple of games that under normal circumstances would have made my top three, but being bowl season and all, I decided to just give them honorable mentions. And one of those is one you brought up, Mike, Georgia and Nebraska. Two great-looking traditional uniforms that most of the time always look great. Uh, and the other one you brought up as well, A&M and Oklahoma. But my top three, I went with Michigan State and TCU in the Buffalo Wild Wings Bowl. Michigan State wore their normal home uniforms for this one, and TCU and a look that has just grown on me every time I've seen it. They're all white look on the road, and I just think it looks fantastic. So that was my number three. Number two, I'm right there with you with Clemson and LSU, uh, two fantastic-looking teams. Clemson, like you said, they own the orange and purple. They do it right most of the time. LSU is probably in my top five favorite college football. I'll I'll even go further than that. LSU is in my top five uniforms, period. If you just did a top five of uniforms, I think they'd make it. They were my number two. And then I went number one. I went a little bit off the board, mostly because it was an all-color game, and that was Tulsa and Iowa State. Tulsa did the uh, the blue jerseys with the white pants and the white helmet again. And they threw a little bit of a Liberty Bowl decal on their helmet, which I thought looked kind of cool. Iowa State was in their, what I call their USC uniforms. They uh, had the, uh, the, the, the maroon or whatever color you want to call it in gold, like USC has, and they looked great. And I'm also going to throw out, as I don't want to call it an honorable mention, but it just looks so damn good. you got to mention it. Alabama, Notre Dame, in the national championship game looked fantastic, but uh, you knew that was going to happen coming out, so it was kind of an obvious choice, so I left it off my list, but I just wanted to mention it. So that's my top three. Danger, what do you have? I went all of mine haven't been mentioned yet, and I'm kind of surprised, but uh, number three I knew wouldn't be mentioned, but uh, Michigan, uh, South Carolina, and the Alpha Bell, the the way the colors contrasted really made me like this game. Um, Michigan was in the uh, uniforms we talked about earlier, and South Carolina was in white, red, red. And the way th- there's just so much contrast, and there was no doubt which team was which. And I think that definitely helped the monochrome look that uh, South Carolina went for. So, yeah, that's number three. My number two is I, I, I originally thought and knew it was going to be on top if we ever did it, but. Um, Ohio and Louisiana Monroe in the Independence Bowl. Ohio wore a matte green helmet with white jersey and green pants, and then Monroe wore white, maroon, white. And just there's so much contrast there, and the gold on Monroe looked good. And I, it was definitely the best part about this game because I think Ohio just killed. And then I knew it right when I saw it. Oregon and K-State. Oregon wore the best uniform they could. They, they wore green chrome helmets with white jerseys and green pants. And that was really the key to this look because everyone knew K-State was going to look great. And it just depended for me how much green Oregon wore. And they wore pretty much the most they could. And 
it looked really nice, and that was a it was a pleasure to see. From there, let's go to our top batting practice hats. And Greg, why don't you go first here? At number three, I got the Milwaukee Brewers. I like the uh, nod to the pass with the uh, the two colored top with the yellow and the blue, and then the ball and glove logo at number two. Mostly because they threw Mr. Matt on there. I gave the New York Mets the number two spot. And at number one, I have the Oakland A's because I like the elephant logo on the front of that. So as you can see, a clear pattern here. Old school logos got my votes. And uh, I can't say that that probably surprises anybody. But those are my three, Milwaukee, the Mets, and Oakland. The thing that each team I picked, the thing they all had was white fronts of their hats and that was completely by accident but they definitely are my three favorite looks number three is the twins it's a look we've seen before with the navy back red red brim and a white panel front uh that's just a really good look number two is the marlins they have a white front and i know logan burson said he liked them and i did too it it's really, really cool because it contrasts with all like the orange and stuff, and it makes it look pretty simple. And then number one, which was kind of a look that the Expos had that they brought back, the Washington Nationals have a white front on their cap, on their BP cap, and I think that's the best look out of any of them. And for me, my number three is the Orioles. It is a front build one with uh, the orange front bill. It's a callback to something they wore in the mid-70s, uh, and I think as a batting practice hat, it really works well, and it also kind of satiates the the throwback, because now you have modern versions of all three, so uh, that's my number three. I think it looks really good. My number two are the Cardinals. It's very old school. <laughs> the plain red STL on a navy blue background reminds me of Stan Musial and just, you know, old school throwback. Uh, stripped down kind of kind of baseball, and I think in that sense it looks really good. And then uh, my number one was going to be my number one all along. It's the it's the Diamondbacks of all teams because what they did, which is I feel so ingenious. If you go back to the early se- years of the team, they were the same the a the a snake with the snake tongue uh, logo, and they wore it with that color logo. On a contrasting uh, crown with a, with a matching brim. If you go back, they have a black with a teal. I believe a black with purple. I know a white with teal. And I believe a purple with teal as well. And these are just you know. And now they did it with the black and red, and it's it just it evokes that immediately while still fitting in so well with their current brand. And I think it's exactly what a batting practice hat should be. And so that was easily my favorite of the. Of them, and I don't, I don't really care for the Diamondbacks' current look or anything. But I think you know, whenever it comes with combining their their past with their present and making it all work in their branding, I think they absolutely knocked it out of the park. That's it for this week. Uh, for Mike and Greg, I'm Mike, and uh, talk to you next week. Internet, try to keep it within fourteen Packers. That's all I'm asking. I know you're not going to win, but just try to keep it close. Go Patriots! Dominate. No mercy. Go hockey.